the book it's all Tanaka Sameh, today's daf is daf Samch Bez in the dorm. We yesterday we got down uh, to let's see about I would say about 15 lines down on the page of Tarfon, middle before the lines get wide. We learned yesterday that uh, when a person says that you're going to, let's say, fast, you're not going to eat, drink, drink wine or eat a certain food or whatever you're not going to do until the kayets, until the harvest, that means um, or if he says or he says either way, it's because it's until they begin gathering in the figs and the baskets. We talk about, you know, because whether he said Adakayetz, as opposed to uh, a specific date, if he said Ad a specific, until a specific date, it means oh, not including that date. Uh, if it means, uh, if you, it, it, but if you said until it, it is, it means that it, it gets completed. Like Pesach means until uh, Pesach is over. So that's what we said. Uh, we Paskan according to Rabbi Yossi, uh, when he said Pinay, there there was machlokas about Pinay, but Achiehei means until it's over when there's a specific date involved. Achie uh, means until it's finished. That's when it's big day. But when it's not a big day, like it's a season, like the summer harvest, then whether you said Achiehei or you said Ad or Achiehei, either way it means until they begin gathering in the fruits. Until it until it's over, you say until the harvest is over. That's when they fold up the knives. So once they fold up the knives, the assumption is that the very little that's left over there in the fields is uh, hefker that the person is mafkert. You could have a person who's not mafkert, and then we had a machloga story about one mm-hmm. rabbi thought that uh, he just says, "Why don't you eat?" It was just like being sarcastic, and uh, yeah, what do you mean fold up the knives already? Why didn't you eat all you want? And he felt that the man wasn't being honest, that he really was mockbit and he wasn't mockbit. But in general, when most of the knives are folded up, I mean, most people have finished the harvest, then the rest is considered hefker in general. That was the stories that we learned. Now another story, a man found Reptar from Bismanchokos when most of the knives were folded up already, meaning whatever figs were left in the field were considered hefker. He saw Reptar from eating there. The man was very upset. He, he took he took Tarfim, threw him into a sack, Bishakla, and he took him, and he took him down to throw him into the river. The man was so upset that he took Tarfim, not recognizing him as a rabbi. He saw this man, Tarfim, eating his uh, eating figs at a time when <clears throat> the harvest was over, but he was upset. He took Tarfim, threw him into a bag, and threw him to take another river. Omar, Tarfim yelled out, Oilo, he takes out the uh, the first load there. The bache. Oilo letarfen. Oh, so tarfen yelled out in the bag. He says, Oilo letarfen. She's a hard go. Whoa, and so tarfen. This guy's going to be is killing him. This guy's killing tarfon. Shamo gaver. The man heard it was from tarfen. It's the rabbi. Shavkate dropped the bark and he ran away. He didn't know it was a tarfen. He thought it was a common criminal eating his figs. Amar abavu mishum alchanim ben yamliel. Now, how did tarfen save himself by saying? This man's about to kill Rabbi Tarfon. So Rabbi Tarfon then was upset because he saved himself by using his rabbinic mm-hmm. title. It says, call Yom of Shalos Hasadik, the first set of wide lines. Pardon? He used it in the third person. Yeah, third person. That's what big people talk in the third person. That's the right way to talk. When I was in yeshiva, 
you never said to the rabbi or to the Rosh Hashiva, you, you always said in the third person. I still talk that way. Will the rabbi yeah. come? You don't talk. Yeah, but the rabbi himself doesn't speak that way. The rabbi himself can also refer to himself that way. Some people do, you know. My rabbis also spoke that way about themselves. Yeah. Uh, for Kavara Taurus, we'll see. So Rabbi said, all his days, all the days of Tarfanay Mitzdar, he was upset. He was distressed by that. I use the, the crown of the Torah to save myself. I use the Torah to save myself. It's improper to do that. If you use the crown of the Torah for your own benefit, you're going to be destroyed. You'll be a brood of the world. From the following Kavachomer, Ma Bal Shaitza, Bal Shaitza or Russia, Shinishtamish Bukle Kodesh, who used the Klay Kodesh for the base of Migdash, Shinasu Chol, they were already profane. They were already turned into non sacred items. Shinamar, it says Bobah Pritzim. Once the villains came in to the base of Migdash, and they defiled them, they defiled them, they, they desanctified them. Kim and Shin Partsim, once they broke in and and defiled them, Nasu Chol, their Chol. In other words, the Kembes Mish weren't Chol anymore. And, and Balshetzer came and took them. He used those Kalim, which were already Chol. Nekem Raom, he was destroyed. He was uprooted. The Siv Babalayl that night, Kato Balshetzer, Balshetzer was killed. So Amishtam Shikishu's Torah, if he used the Keshav Torah, Shehu Kayam Laolam Void, as the gear said, that exists forever. It's not even, Balshetzer used Kalim, which were already uh, non sacred. And uh, and he was killed. So if you use the Kesher Shotorah, certainly uh, calamity will fall upon you. Come 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 certain. So Rab Tarfan was upset about that. Rab Tarfan, what was the problem over here? Rab Tarfan ate, ate the uh, figs after the harvest was over, after they'd folded up the knives. Most of the knives had folded up. So So why did the guy bother him? Let's understand the story over here. This guy came, saw him eating his figs. He wrapped him up in a bag and was going to kill him, throw him into the river. What was what was the problem? The, it was mutter was half them. Because that particular person, uh, people were stealing from him, anovim, anve, grapes, all year round, kulashasa, the whole year, they were stealing from grapes. He came, once he saw from eating in his field, suffer high. Here's the Ghanav. I caught him. I'm going to kill him. That's what he figured. And, and apparently you see that Tarfan's dress was no different than a common criminal because he couldn't identify him by his dress. Maybe he was poor. Well, he wasn't poor, as we'll see, but the way he was dressed, uh, he couldn't tell. So maybe, or maybe the guy just couldn't, didn't recognize one dress from another. We don't know the whole story. Anyway, so he says, here's the Ghanav. So why did... Uh, why was he upset? Then why was Tarfan upset? The guy was going to kill him because of a mistaken identity. Because the guy thought that he's the Ghana who stole grapes from him all year round. So if he was going to kill him, so he had the right to save himself. Ron goes on to a, a whole lot of reasons over here. He says, look at the Ron on the left side, about uh, seven, eight lines into the narrow lines on the left side. Yeah, If the guy was only upset, oh, you're eating my grape, my figs now. So he says, Why did Reb Tarfan first say, wait a minute, well, what are you doing over here? This is the, the harvest is over. I'm entitled to eat now. And if the guy would have still been upset, let's say if the guy says, well, I, I wasn't mafka mine. So listen to my reports, they should have paid him off. Why did Reb Tarfan say, I'm a rabbi. He's this killing rabbi. 
Why didn't he say, number one, what are you doing over here? I'm, I'm entitled to eat now. The harvest is over. And even if you're mocked and you're not mafia, your field, okay, I'll pay you for the little bit that I ate. And if you say that this guy was being robbed all year round, he saw us. And he thought that uh, Reb Tarfan, the owner thought that this is Reb Tarfan who's been eating his grapes all year round. What should he have done? Should he have paid him for the whole year? He, he, he can understand he ate now some figs. Okay, I'll pay you for the figs that I ate. But if a guy was coming with a complaint that they stole his grapes all year round, he thought Reb Tarfan was the guy who did it. So what is he? Uh, so what was Reb Tarfan supposed to do? Pay for the whole year's worth of grapes? Umaskina and the Gemara's answers. We'll see now in the Gemara. So what's the Gemara's answer? So now I'm back in the Gemara. What was he upset about? What was he supposed to do? Why did he have to say, I use my, my thing? He, what, the, guy, the guy didn't want to listen. And he, he wouldn't have, uh, if, it was, if he was only coming for a little bit, okay, we understand. You should have paid him off or told him it's, it, the harvest was over. But if he's coming for the whole year, what was the purpose? He was very wealthy. You should have passed by and paid a bell. You should have paid him for the whole year of grapes. In other words, rather than use the fact that he's a rabbi and say, I'm a rabbi, leave me alone, he should have paid him off, even though it's the Flemishurus I did. Shouldn't have used Bavadil Faisal Tanya, we have a Bryson now indicating this, I guess. We'll see. This is, it's it, a, a rabbi could use his rabbinic title, but it depends for what. Tanya, Lava, Shamakecha, you're supposed to love God. to listen to his voice, but to cleave to God. A person shouldn't say, I'm going to learn. I'll read the Chomishik, Reni, Chachm, they'll call me a wise man. Eshna, learn Mishnah, Eshek, Reni, Reb, they'll call me Rebbe. Eshne, or Eshanen, Sheyazakin, that I should be considered an elder, but Eshek, Yeshiva, I'll sit in the council of the elders. You shouldn't learn, you shouldn't do these things for your personal honor. People say, I'm going to learn. Well, people respect me, and they see I'm learning. Ella Lamad Meava, you should learn Torah because of love of God. The sofa covered level, and if you get some honor, that might come later, but you shouldn't do it for the honor. Shinemar, Kishra Mouth for Sech the Pussy of Mishle. Tie them to your fingers, meaning don't dig in deeply for your own Hanah, just tie them in fingers, kiss Mamalukhibacha, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then it's write the Torah, put get the get the Torah, but not for your personal honor, not that you should show it. Then it's put it in your heart. On your finger, it's not where it's obvious to everybody. But says that <coughs> this pasuk that we read all the time, its ways are ways of pleasantness. It is a tree of life for those who uh, hold on to it. And those who support it will be satisfied, will be happy. So the point is, is that this is just trying to show that you know you should learn Torah for love of God. And do it not for honor. Honor may come later on. <clears throat> in other words, God's ways are, are, are good. And if you learn it for the right reasons, you might get some honor later on. Rab Lezer, Rab Sadakomer, Asayid Barm Lashem Paul, do things Lashem for Lashem Paul and for the God, for their maker, for God's sake. The Bohem Lashmum, and speak in the very Torah, Lashem Shemayim. Don't make it a crown for yourself. That people say, oh, look, he's a rebel, he's got a man to make yourself great. And don't make him into a spade, a spade, Leo's older boat to dig with. In other words, don't do it for your own benefit. The Kabachomer, the Kabachomer that we had before, only used clay kodesh after they were already profane. Nekam Rome still, he was killed. 
if you use the crown of Torah, certainly you will be uprooted. So what happened over here? Reb Tarfan was upset with himself at the end, what's the end of the story? Had the person just complained, why are you eating my figs? He could have either paid him off for the figs or said, what, what's the problem over here? They're after. But the guy came with him with a claim, you're the Ghana who stole my stuff all year round. So what was Reb Tarfan supposed to do? According to said, I'm a rabbi, leave me alone. He should have paid him off because he was a wealthy man. He could have paid him off. And that's why Reb Tarfan was upset with himself. Um, Amarava, still, even though we just said that you shouldn't use the Torah for your own honor or to save your own skin, there are times when you're allowed to use the covet of the Torah because you're a rabbi. You know, there's a rabbi in certain entitlements. In other words, we're not saying that Reb Tarfan was necessarily wrong because the truth is he was upset because he used the Torah. He should have, he, he felt with Nimishur he should have paid him off. But uh, a person is allowed, a rabbi is allowed. So a person can reveal himself and say who he is. In a sound later on, that's if it says that um, uh, Ovadia uh, said to uh, Eliov, your servant has been God-fearing man from his young days, meaning he took he took pride in that and he announced that because uh, uh, Liel apparently didn't recognize him, didn't know who he was. So Ovadia told him, look, I'm, uh, I, I've, been, I've been a God-fearing man from my, from my youth. So he's allowed to reveal who he is and, and take covenant in what he is uh, in a place where they don't know him. Elakasha of Tarfan. So again, why did Reb Tarfan, what was the problem with Reb Tarfan? Why was he upset with what he, that he revealed himself as a rabbi? The answer is the different, the, the, uh, the reasons of Tarfan, Mishum the Asher Gadol Haya, because he was very wealthy, he should have pacified the man off with and paid him off. Rava, I mean, he should have paid him off, but, you know, but then he would have sort of admitted that he's the Ghanav, you know, or he should have said, like, I'm not the Ghanav, I'll pay you anyway. That's it. That was why he was upset with himself. Because a person is, the Gemara says, the person is allowed to, uh, they don't know who he is, he's allowed to say, I'm Rabbi so-and-so. You're allowed to do that. Or, guy, you shouldn't be telling from other people's uh, vineyards. Yeah, maybe, maybe, rest. maybe he was upset about that too. Maybe he said, or maybe fed, let's I'm fulfilling yeah. what the Gemara says, that it's yeah. after now. Rava, Rami, Rabbi has the following steerer. The following context, Ramik said, said, your servant has been a God-fearing man from his youth. That let others praise you. A czar, a stranger should praise you, but not your own mouth. You shouldn't praise yourself. If they know him, he shouldn't say anything fancy about himself. They know who he is. If they don't know who he is, he could say, I'm Rabbi so-and-so. I'm a rabbi. He could say, I'm a rabbi. He's allowed to. Surely to grow, I'm a rabbi. Please uh, settle my dispute first. Shorely Shoroy, like open, settle my dispute first. In other words, I can cut the line. Like, like 80 year olds in this country who are entitled to give respect. You know, you're supposed to respect the elders. So if somebody's 80 years old in Israel, they get a card and says that they can skip any line. So it's the same thing if a person who is uh, honored because he's a rabbi, he could say, listen, I'm a rabbi. Please, uh, please uh, settle my case first. He's it's one of his entitlements. It's part, part of Kavra Torah. Sharli uh, Do mine first. Settle my dispute first. That's what it says. David Kohanim. The sons of David Kohanim. What do you mean Kohanim? David wasn't a Kohen. Right? So the Ran says, They were wise men, and therefore they dealt with like Kohanim. And Kohanim also are, are uh, given the, the, the honors that we're going to discuss in a minute. Ma Kohen, just like a Kohen. 
gets his share first, can take first dibs when they divide up the food or whatever. He also gets his first share. The coin Manolan, how do we know that the coin is honored by giving him first uh, choice? Honor him, sanctify him. Because he brings the food of God. He's the one who brings the kabbalah. You should sanctify the coin. For anything involved in Tusha. To give him to make a motzi. If people are eating together, you let the coin make a motzi or you honor him with the zimun. And we give the coin the first aliyah. Yes, the bracha and the Torah first. If you're dividing up, there's a coin in Israel, uh, he's sharing, let's say, a pie. You divide it in two and then you give the coin the first choice. Amarabah. Sharla the Sumarabhanan. He could demand it for himself. It says he was supposed to do it. You're supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah, but he's entitled to it. He's entitled to it. Yes, he's entitled he's to it. He could, to it. He could demand it for himself too, because it's part of the Kavadah Torah. In other words, when he says, listen, settle my case first, do those things first, he's entitled to do that. That's part of Kavadah Torah. He's nothing, nothing wrong with that. If they know, he shouldn't praise himself, but in a case where they don't know who he is, he could say this, he's allowed to identify himself. In other words, what Tarfin did is clearly with Nimishur Sadin. He was upset. He he used him. In other words, what he did, his action wasn't wrong. He said, "I'm I'm Rab, I'm Rabbi Tarfon," and they didn't know. The guy didn't know who he was, and then he let him go. But Tarfon was upset because he used Kavratari. He said, "I should have paid him off with money, even though that would be with him." Sure, why should Tarfon have to pay for all the stuff that somebody else stole? And then admit that he was the. And then it was like he was admitting that he was the God of right. He shouldn't have to do that. But still, he was upset because he was a coward. Doesn't mean to say he can't use the Torah because it says Charlotte Lienish was an upshade person can identify himself like Ovadia did. Um, and um, uh, if they don't know who he is, he's allowed to. And a, and a rabbi is allowed to say, I'm a rabbi. You know, I want that telephone discount from New York Telephone, as we said in, uh, where is it, Muncie or someplace where 98% of the people in the phone have, uh, have the uh, rabbinical, the clergy discount. You know, uh, that's maybe going too far because they're not all really rabbis. but you could ask for a discount if you're a rabbi and you're entitled to, you could ask for it. Just like the coin gets the first share and benches first, etc. Same thing for a Tom Chacham. Avraham, the rabbi can also say, I don't want to pay the poll tax. And they used to have a head tax. Every person had to pay a tax based on how many people in the house. I don't want to pay that. It says, It's in Ezra, it's like Aramaic. Minda We'll see what those things are. Those are kind of taxes. Nobody has the authority to impose on the rabbis these taxes. What are the Amar Yudah? Minda That's the share of the king. Uh, the share of the king. And as the king gets a share, you know, it's like income tax. He gets a share of everything. Below Zekes of Golgotha. So that's the poll tax for every head. The Halach Zerarnona. What's Arnona? Here in Israel, we know Arnona is a real estate tax. But in the Lush and the Gemara, Arnona wasn't, Ron, Ron brings down two shots. One is that it's the, uh, when, people, when the king came to town, you know, they, they had a, people had to feed him. They didn't have uh, catering and schlepping the food from far away with spoil. So people had to feed him. They had to feed the king when they had to feed uh, the king's entourage. That was one Lush of Arnona. Uh, in Greek, Arnona means a, a meal. It's a shutfis that um, in other words, it's a share, a king gets a share. It's also like an income tax or asset taxes that they had. A lot of places they tax, they tax you on your assets. In the Western countries today, it's more common just to tax on income and other taxes, right? But uh, 
but there's taxes. The Arnona in our in modern Israel, Arnona refers to the uh, to the real estate tax, but Arnona means a tax. These are all taxes. You can't impose taxes on the rabbi. So person's allowed to say, "Listen, I'm a rabbi. I don't want to pay taxes." Listen to this. You know they used to have fire worshippers. This is a kind of a Bodazara. They worshipped fire. They set put fires in their church or whatever in their temple, and they worshipped the fire. Now a man can say, Right? He could, uh, a man could say, I am a servant of the uh, fire, of the fire priests, of the fire. Uh, I don't want to pay the, I don't want to pay the poll tax. Meaning, it's a way of getting out of the taxes to avoid taxes. He could say, I'm a servant of the fire, of the nurano. My time. He's just trying to get rid of the lion on his back. Huh? A religious exemption. Because I'm, I'm part of that. Right, uh, my time. He's not really admitting that he's going, that he's a fire worshiper, even though it sounds that way. We'll see. It sounds that way to the fire worshippers. He's, he's like admitting that he is. So we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, so a person's allowed to say, "I'm a servant of the fire uh, of the fire worshippers." I know. I don't want to pay the tax. My time. All he's trying to do is get rid of the lion off his back. He's getting rid of the of the tax uh, bill. Ravashi tells the story. Ravashi Ravashi owned a uh, a forest, trees. He owned a big forest with trees, like we call that a nursery. and he sold it to a fire worshiping sect of uh, fire worshippers. You're causing them to do a We're going to talk about this now in a little bit. and most of them are used for fuel. For heating and for cooking and things like that, most of them are used. Most of the trees are not used for that. Just a small, uh, maybe they're using a little bit. But you go bust a robe, mahatos, and wherever you could, I could, like robes. Ron says, any kamocha. I'm not selling some rabotazara. They can miss betera. I could say they're using it for heating and things like that. If you miss the plane, you can be told that on that. So the the question over here though is, okay, so you see that a rabbi is allowed to use his title for things that he's entitled to. There's a rabbinic discount. If the, if the, if the uh, priest gets a, a discount, why shouldn't he get a discount? A discount on your taxes, discount on the unknown, or whatever it is, you're entitled to You're entitled to cut the line also, to jump the line if you're a rabbi, because that's what religious people are entitled to. That's not considered honoring yourself with Torah. As said, taking Torah is a crown to be great. Nothing. I'm a legitimate rabbi. You're entitled to what you're entitled to legitimately. Times have totally changed. Yeah. The word. The name rabbi doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that. That's what, true. What it That's right. Which is even a more of a reason why you could say rabbi when you're not really much of a rabbi anyway. But here, the 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 chazon is asking some question. The sheva mitzvah penei noach, right? What about lefnei velositin nechshol? It's not one of the sheva mitzvahs penei noach. So what's the problem over here? He sold he sold the um, uh, you know when he said. When he said, uh, when the Gemara first said that you're allowed to say that I'm a servant of the fire worshippers. So the Ron says over here, before we get to the Chazonish, the Ron says on the, on the right side, about 10 lines down from the top of the page, Evely Ish, I'm a servant for a man who's a priest, his servants are part of the from the tax. So I'm one of those servants. It's not like he's Moda Bozar that I'm I'm really doing Bozar. The Muchamil said the Lomer. Everybody knows he only said that to Patrim Sephalapturi Mikarka to get him off the taxes. 
The Kiddush is not only that anybody could say that. Anybody could say, I'm a servant. Why just a rabbi? I could say, oh, I'm a servant of the, you, to get out of the text, you could say, you know, uh, I, I'm, uh, you know, I, I have a, a tour from the Masach Nassar or something like that, you know, uh, you know, I, I can get out of it, you know. Um, I can get out of it for some reason, you know. So he says, um, uh, you know, a, anybody could do that. The Kiddush is even a rabbi could do it. The Hainsvor, and they think he's speaking about Azara. But when he says, I'm a servant of the fire guy, of the fire worshippers, no, he's, he's thinking of Hashem. It says, God, your God is a, a, a fire, is like a fire, a fire, a consuming fire. So that's why you're allowed to say it, because even though the guy might think you're speaking about a fire worshiper, but I don't mean, I'm not talking about that. It's like a person who says to save his life, he says, I'm a Christian or something like that. So whatever, he's just saying it to save himself. And uh, he, he didn't really mean that. He meant his name is Christian or something. He meant some, something else. But the, but the question is, why do you have a favor when it comes to a God? With neighbor seeking Michshol. You know, why? That applies to Goyim also. That there's it is a favor even by Goyim. Because, because they're not supposed to do a Vodazara, right? They're, supposed, they're not supposed to do a Vodazara. And you're helping them do a result. That was the question. So he said, no, it's not really I'm not helping him because most of the wood is for firewood. It's for, it's for uh, you know, for heating purposes, for fuel, not for, for worshiping. So I, I can say that it's based on that. But otherwise, if it wouldn't be for that, there would be with maybe, let's see, so you see with maybe even applies by God. The question is, how did the Chazal know that Lefneiva applies to a guy also. It's one thing for a Jew. You shouldn't cause a Jew to drive on Shabbos or something of that sort. But how do you know it applies to Goyim also? So he says that it could be that the idea is in Iker and Yanoshel Iser is that you shouldn't cause an abomination or a calamity in the world. And the Avodah is an abomination. So you're causing something. So therefore you can't cause a guy. Uh, let's see, you're causing a guy to Michal Shabbos. That's not, that's not a problem. A guy, a guy should be Michal Shabbos, right? But if you're causing him to do something like a Vodazara, which he's also forbidden from, that's an abomination. Whoever's going to do it is a bad thing. A Vodazara is bad for a Jew or for a guy. And he says, that's how you can understand. In other words, we say, what does that mean? A guy doesn't know, so you shouldn't cause him to do a, a, a sin because he doesn't know what he's doing and you're causing him. You know, the guy knows what he's doing. He knows he's doing a bodhisattva, which the Torah forbids, even for Goyim. So therefore, but the idea is it's, it's not just looking at Evelo seeking Michshol. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, don't put a stumbling block in front of a blind guy who doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. Even if he knows what he's doing, you can't cause him to do it. Even a place where he's amazing and he knows it. Why is that for an Iber? He's not a blind guy. But according to what we're saying, it's right, because the idea is that anything which causes an abomination or a calamity of the world, like a Vodazorah, you're causing somebody to fall, you're causing an obvious thing. So the idea here is that if Naiva applies even by Goyim, if you're causing them to do an abomination, and even where they know what they're doing, it's not like you say a guy doesn't know. You know, you say with Naiva, if a guy doesn't know what he's doing, you know, some people might say, if a person's not religious, you can give him trape. He doesn't know what he's doing anyway. You know? No, you're not supposed to. He's blind. He doesn't know trape, uh, not trape. But even where the guy knows, you can't cause him to do it either. That causes a calamity in the world. Is a paper, though, Vodasar is possible to grow? Is what, what? Possible to grow. 
What's Batlubarov? We're not talking about Batlubarov. Say you go, you're, he's saying he's he's not saying that he's Batlubarov over here. He's saying that when I sold it to him, most of it's going for firewood, so I could depend that it's on it's on fuel. I'm selling it for fuel, not selling him to do. Uh, you know, you're selling him, let's say, ornaments of a Vodazara, which he's clearly going to use for a Vodazara. You're using it, uh, you go bust the road. Like, like you say, I'm selling it for fuel. If he uses it for a Vodazara, it's not my fault. Um, I'm selling him, uh, yeah, I, have a, I have a gas station near the church. So am I selling him something that he's going to cause him to go to the church? No, I'm telling him fuel. He can use it for whatever he wants. So we said before that Arakatsi means until the harvest, and since that's not a definite date, it's until the harvest begins, until they start to collect. That's what we said before. Achiyakia, uh, until it starts, until they start the harvest. Now, we said before, Katsir refers to the grains, but here he says, in general, the grain is wheat. Arakatsir, Achiyaskalam, Liktsor, Katsir, Chitin, usually means wheat. Avalokatsir, Saram, because in most places, the harvest is wheat. That's what they really need. That's the most. It depends. If that place, they, they plant uh, a barley or oats or rye or spelt, and that's what they're harvesting. And, and that's what you meant in your area, what they plant is spelt. So it means spelt. It means whatever it normally means. Most places it means wheat, but it goes according to your In some places, the harvest for, on the mountain is at a different time than in the valley. All right, maybe it, 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 uh, it's earlier or later. So if he's in a mountain, so you go according to the harvest time of the mountain. It might have a book of a book. In other words, it goes according to the place where he made the netter. If afterwards he moved somewhere else, you still go according to the place that he made the netter. Let's say he says until the rains or until the rains will be here, means means the second rain. Remember, we learned in Tainus, there's three different rains. There's a three of is what those dates are. They're all in Marcheshman or or Rashkodish of, uh, of, of Kislev. Maybe according to one sheet, but the last date is I think it was Chodesh Kislev. But there's a machlokis about that. But it means the middle rain. There's an early rain and a late rain and a middle rain. So it means if he says until the rains, I think it means until the first rain begins. Until there's a first rain, literally the rain has to start. This is not actually The time, as we said, remember there's a machlokis what date that is. Let's say Zion Marcheshman, right? Zion Marcheshman is the rain supposed to come, even if the rain doesn't come. Shemuel says means the time that it's supposed to rain. If he says until the rains are over, it's because it rains through Nisan until Nisan is over. Until Nisan is totally over there. It means till the end of Pesach. It doesn't mean till the end of Nisan. If you make an error until the harvest in the Galil, then he went into the valley. Even though the harvest has already reached the valleys, because he made the netter in the Galil. He made that until the harvesting. When he said the harvest, and he's in the Galil, so you look when the harvest in the Galil, it's a different time in the Galil up north rather than he's in the valleys. So even if the even if the harvest already came in the valleys, he still can't because his netter was, I'm not going to drink wine or I'm not going to eat bread or whatever his netter was until the uh, until the harvest. You look at the harvest of where he made the netter. It goes with that, not where he is right now. Adak Shaman, if he says until the rains, or Achim, he said until the rains or the rains will be, it means until the second rain has come, not the first, not the last, but the average one, the one in the middle, it means until the middle rains begin. Roshim Muliel says no, until the date that, that the middle rains are supposed to begin. That's only he said Shaman, which indicates rain, it actually rains. There, there, the Tanakhama says it actually has to rain. If he just said Geshem, that's Minad Zman Geshem, coming just until the time. There, even the Tanakhama's Marashim Muliel, 
if he says out a Geshem, it means until the date of the Geshem. If you take the sheet of that, it's Gimel Marche, the first one is Gimel Marcheshman, the second one is, is Zion, the third one is the 23rd of Cheshman. So it means until Zion Cheshman, if he said Geshem. But if he said Shamim, Shamim is more Mashma, rains themselves. There the Tanakhama says until it actually begins to rain. Shemuel says, no, you still look at the, at the date. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow, Mr. Shem, from the top of Samach Gimel. Have a good day. Chanukah Sameach.